Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Violet Sanctuary Spa, your online holistic spa at blogtalkradio.com with your spiritual consultant, Tia Johnson. Hello and welcome. It's Friday. Yay! <laughs> so I'd like to welcome you to the Violet Sanctuary Spa, your online holistic spa on blogtalkradio.com. I'm Tia Johnson, and I'm here today with Colette Barry. Yay! <laughs> and we're here to discuss the magic and meaning of your life, which is based off of her book, The Map, Finding the Magic and Meaning in the Story of Your Life. So for domestic callers, the phone number is 619-996-1641. And for international callers, the phone number is <clears throat> 917-889-7908. Now, I'm so happy to have Colette on the show. She is an internationally renowned intuitive counselor, educator, and number one best-selling author who helps others recognize and connect with their own intuition, potential, and purpose. A powerful motivational speaker, charismatic broadcasting personality, and acclaimed performer, storyteller, and recording artist, Colette uses her extraordinary spiritual gifts to empower her clients to live a life that is awake and authentic and to create a reality that is spiritual, celib- uh, cel- uh, excuse me, <laughs> spiritual, deliberate, and meaningful. <laughs> so, Colette, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thanks so much for having me. It's a beautiful day. Beautiful, beautiful day. I have to say that um, I, I went on your website to pull a, a card, and Colette's website is com. And um, the card that uh, I received was the eagle, spirit, integrity, connection to the angelic realm. So I was like, yay. <laughs> yay, that's <laughs> so great. That's really great. Yeah, I'm just really happy. So I wanted to um, <clears throat> to tell the, the listeners out there before we start talking about your book that um, it's about a, a few years back, um, speaking of for like landscapes, are concerned when my uh, my grandmother passed away. I was looking for answers, and so I remember that my grandmother. I used to watch the Montel Williams show with her, and I remember oh, yeah? Sarah Brown. Mm-hmm, every Wednesday, uh, Sarah Brown was on it, and I remember that you were um, touring with Sylvia Brown. So I was like, oh yeah, let, let me look up these names, you know. And I didn't know exactly what I was doing, but I was just following messages from you know the spirit. Yeah, and. I found your book, Messages from Spirit, and, and I just thought, <laughs> okay, funny. I just had to do this, you know, and so your your book, Messages from Spirit, just really triggered a lot of things for me, which led me to read um, Remembering the Future. I found Messages of Spirit first, and then I read Remembering the Future, and now here we are with the map. And, um, right. Yeah, so for the, the listeners out there, the map, I absolutely love this book. It helps you find out uh, where you are, among other things, where you are in your life. So, um, Colette, um, mm-hmm. in your in your career, um, what do you say is the most um, the most popular landscape that people tend to get stuck in? Ah, good question. That's a very very good question now because I think the la- any kind of a landscape that sucks us into a fearful or a fear based reaction is mm-hmm. very very. I love the most popular now. <laughs> It's not that it's most popular, but it's, I think that's what you said. I'm like, oh, what landscape would be most popular now? Um, <laughs> the one that makes you terrified. Um, uh, it's, a lot of people are talking about, you know, fear of financial insecurity or fear of the future, fear, fear, fear. And that's 
mostly because we're in a period of instability, a lot of global things going on, and the first time in human history where we are, A, we are populating the entire planet at once, and we are now able to communicate with everybody in the world because of the internet. So there's this, um, you know, plethora of information that we get bombarded by, and um, most people get really overwhelmed by it, including me. So sometimes. So I have to really watch my own reactions. So I think right now, more than anything, people are afraid of <clears throat> of who they're going to be. And, and, I'm, and I'm also seeing, one of the reasons I started the Master Intuitive Coach Institute at the beginning of the year, which is based on my book, The Map, um, was to answer the call of so many people saying, I'm in transition, I don't know what to do next. And so uh, what I found was when I was doing readings is that I was able to see where they ended up, but not how they helped them get there. And so this is really what my commitment is now, is to actually not only see that possibility, the possible reality, but also help people um, take the right actions to get there. So right. um, it's the two things. One, um, you know, I'm overwhelmed. That's one landscape, is a, which I would call the sticky swamp. Um, two, another one would be a dry desert, like, oh, nothing's working. Um, <laughs> C would be... Uh, you know, between two landscapes, the one landscape that you're used to that you don't want to be in anymore and yeah. the, one that you really, the one that you want to inhabit. Because we inhabit our thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. As in, it, it, We live in the environment of our thoughts, feelings, and beliefs, not the environment of our physical world. I mean, we can, you and I can both be sitting in the exact same place, but mm-hmm. we'll, have, we'll be living in two separate worlds because of the way... That's true. And um, I was actually rereading... Um, the map and in the beginning um i had uh did the meditation with the uh, the bone collector and the gardener and uh it was very interesting because i forgot that you explained that they are um sisters twin sisters so yep. when i when i did the meditation uh i met the bone collector and she appeared as my aunt camilla and my aunt camilla passed away years ago i mean like i was maybe five years old uh-huh. And then I did the gardener, and it was my grandma, and she said, you know that we're sisters. So I was going through this phase of, um, like, collecting, you know, putting myself back together and okay. then seeing some, um, some uh, uh, so, uh, so to speak, the seeds, uh, the seeds, you know, that I put in the ground, you know, come to life. Yeah, and now, yeah, and now, exactly. And now that I'm rereading the book, I came across the swamp and didn't realize it, and then you mentioned that because <laughs> – at my job, a lady had retired, and I inherited all of her work. <laughs> so I'm wow, like, stuck. <laughs> and it's so Isn't nice you poured that up. Mm-hmm. I love that, and I love the synchronicity of all of it too. <clears throat> you know, um, when we learn this our environment um, in a different light. Like I just had a conversation with my husband, for example, and he he shared with me in a uh, situation, and he's like a real warrior, so he'd be like seeing it as a battleground, looking for the way out. And mm-hmm. I was like, there's only the battle, right? So, <laughs> so, and and in every landscape is a treasure, and and that and it is where we stumble lies the treasure, and that's where we have mm-hmm. the restoration of choice, where we say, ah, if I can ha- look at this with the mythos that I'm teaching, um, the gentle gardener, the bone collector, the bone collector has a relationship with the goblin. The wizard is the one that sees everybody, and mm-hmm. that's when we when we put on those eyes, right? If when we actually see through the eyes of our detached observer, then we can actually see, ah, here's where I'm stumbling, and here's the the 
you can either choose to react the way you used to, which means you're still casting weeds, or you're looking at the weeds mm-hmm. going, okay, screw it, I'm just going to leave them in there, yeah. or you're going to clean it up and say, you know what, I don't want to impede growth. I want to take that out and, and make some changes right then and there. And, and we can. So, so we can choose new responses and not have to stay in our old reactions that are based on our old patterning and, and things. But um, it sounds to me like you're quite, you've got quite a magical life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah and, and I love it. No, mm-hmm. you're a good example of that when you just said that. So, so you inherited the spa. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. You inherited the spa. Uh, a, a lot of um, a, a lady who, who retired a workload, a lot of contracts. I yeah, inherited. Oh, contracts. I see. Mm-hmm. So, so this is something that you don't do full time yet. So this is this is your love and your passion here, and you do something else too. Oh right, right. That's the the contract part is like my day job and and the the violet sanctuary spot something that I do when I can. <laughs> when you look at this and hey look and you you put it up you up, there you go so, so you're you're owning and you're claiming mm-hmm. what you believe and and mm-hmm. what inspires you and you're saying I want to talk to Colette and you did oh mm-hmm. <laughs> so sorry I'm in a car. <laughs> Oh, that's okay. I I I do stuff like that. I'm on the show. I just laugh at it. <laughs> yeah. No. It's my husband is driving, and uh, I am, and we're going to actually stop. Oops. What's that? We're going to stop so I can talk to you somewhere where I can get out of the car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's too funny. That's too funny. Um. Yeah, so so anyway, what we were talking what you what you brought up about yourself for example is synchronicity. So the idea that when you hold an intention for yourself and you you hold what you are and why you are here, um, you know, is resonates with the the web of ultimate and uh, possibilities. We have we have so many possibilities, there are infinite possibilities. And we'll have a we all of us have our own places and we have the places that respond to different facets of our life experience, right? So when you're willing to overcome the areas that cause you trouble, the old patterns that are based in uh, outmoded beliefs that you're not whole, because that's what the bone collector is all about, is about collecting the pieces that went missing when mm-hmm. you when you when somebody told you that you were not whole. You know, mm-hmm. when you took on an idea or belief about yourself, I'll stay here, <clears throat> that you aren't whole, Right. Right, and so she, so she's the aspect of our own soul, the gentle gardener and the, um, and the uh, bone collector, are part of our own soul. They're the ancient wise part of us that remind, that knows that we're whole, that that has a, that has mm-hmm. a sense of ourselves that, you know that and that that is and that the gentle gardener piece is all about the integrity of anything that we plant. So, so if we are going to constantly think about resentment, that part of us is going to make sure those weeds get planted. (laughs) It doesn't care. She thinks Mm -hmm. everything, all of life is good. There is no good or bad. It's the way it is. And that we plant ourselves in the web. And, uh, oh, my gosh, what happened? Oh, that's so weird. Okay. Sorry, the the audio source just went, wee. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) That's oh fine. my God! It's like I'm having I'm having my own personal mercy retrograde today. <laughs> I um so so you know so when we start claiming the pieces of ourselves that we believe that we've lost, 
then uh, we really do uh, start, we start to recognize that we are more than our wound and that we are more than our, our, our stories. And the stories are only true for a part of us. Mm-hmm. And we start to collect all the pieces of ourselves, and all of a sudden, all these things start happening. Just like what you said, you you inherited all um, all that stuff from that contract, and that enables you to do these shows and and mm-hmm. you know have your experience as a healer. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, so it's a matter of us, all of us, being willing to be aware. Exactly, and it, it also propelled me to work even more with the. Um, my business, the Violet Sanctuary Spa, because it's like I see a way out, you know, it's like a branch or I'm um, thinking of so like an Indiana Jones where he, where someone throws him the rope and he, you know, he gets pulled out of the quicksand, so to speak, <laughs> something like that. So, yeah, it's it's one of those things. I don't know about you, but I've always found in the past, anyway, it's changed for me now, but in a long time ago, it was always at the last minute that I would get I, somehow I would get out of something at the very last minute. It wouldn't be right away. It would be I would be like, oh yeah, I, I would just be my back against the wall, and then boom, <laughs> something rescues me. And now it happens well before because I, I accept that I don't have to go as far as I used to mm-hmm. with um, choices that aren't as um, positive for myself. So do you that too. Hello. Hello. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear the last part. Yeah. No. Do you find that? Do you find that too? That you know, it doesn't have to be where back's against the wall. You start to recognize that miracles can happen without suffering as much. Oh yes, yes. It took a while though for me to understand it because um, I I'm I, I don't I'm not patient, so <laughs> I no. want things to happen you know before my back even gets to the wall. So it was it was one one of those things where I was just looking, 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 and then you know finally it would happen. But I had to let go, and part of letting go was letting my back get to the wall. Yes, yes, I know what you mean. <clears throat> and uh uh hang on one sec there is mm-hmm. oh boy. <laughs> uh this cell phone business doing a doing a radio show on a cell phone is not my best choice. I apologize for this, but we didn't oh, have power yeah. up the house. <laughs> no worries. So, no um, worries. Yeah. So we had to we had to leave the house. Um so um yeah, you know you have that but I think too that that discontent that sometimes propels us forward is very mm-hmm. necessary. You know, is like I'd never change anything that that I didn't like. I had I'd have to I had to hit bottom in some areas. You know, it's like I, I had to be really restless and mm-hmm. and knowing that there was something else in order for me to propel that seed out into the universe. So right. I don't think it's bad. It's just when we when we keep chasing it. Um, we don't let it go. That, that's what you said. You had to let go. I think that's really pertinent and, and mm-hmm. what most people forget, that part. They think they just put the intention out there and then they hang on to it and go, okay, where is it going to go? <laughs> yes, yes. Or sometimes we tend to get comfortable and, you know, it, it's still something that happens. Or even when we're letting go, like uh, I, I use myself as an example. And I know there's some of my friends who are like this too. They're they're almost stuck in between two things because they like one part of one thing and something of the other, but it takes one last thing to happen to realize, no, you know, don't get comfortable. You know, if you fully let go, then you won't be in, in between two landscapes. You won't be stuck in the mud and, you know, like in the desert somewhere else. <laughs> Help you yeah. move forward. 
Yep, 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 it's true. So, you know, I think when we get too comfortable and we get too complacent about where we are in life, that's when, you know, that's where things start to rot. So mm-hmm. I'm, I, I always believe, too, and I don't know if you feel the same way as me, but I'm, I study a lot. Like, I mean, I've, I've invested a fortune in my education, and, and, you know, and I'll study things. I always say take what you like, leave the rest. But I, I've always wanted to know. I've had a, curi- a really deep curiosity about how the world works and what makes mm-hmm. people tick and, yeah. and why, why we choose certain things. Why are we where we are in our, in our, uh, in our evolution as, uh, as a civilization on this planet? And why is these things happening? And what could we do about it? And, you know, what's my part in things? And, and uh, you know, I love science, too. I'm a big science nut. I like to – like and I'm now I always get excited to see what is frontier science proven? Have they yet proven it? Have they languaged yet that which has no language, which is, you know, the fact that we can reach out over the airways and, and pick up information about each other or whatever. And, right. and I, I just think it's so so important that we keep learning all the time and learning new things mm-hmm. and not, not believing that we know everything. Right, yeah. I you totally know? agree. I, I'm, a big, I'm a big reader, so I'm a, I'm a big book addict. Um, oh, yeah. I'm glad you... I'm glad you liked those two books because, um, you know, they're, I had never written a book. Remembering the Future was my first book, and it was pretty much autobiographical. And I, then mm-hmm. I, you know, I talked about my belief system at the end. And, and then Messages from Spirit, same thing. I, I, I wrote it very specifically because I was touring with, um, with Sylvia, and that was a, a very, you know, a different demographic. And, and, and everybody was, you know, interested in this kind of stuff. And I've always been fascinated with these oracles and omens and signs that, and uh, right. but it, but now, you know, it's. I went a little further to to recognize how how all this plays into synchronicity and and these meaningful coincidences and how we actually do impact the invisible world and and what that means. And um, and I think that right now we really are at a period of our um, of of humanity's evolution where we're starting to recognize the compound compound uh, compounding choices, right? That the results of all our choices and and the multiplicity of potential realities that we're all faced with now. So it's a pretty exciting time to be alive. Yeah, I, I fully agree. And, and when you said about your books, I was just laughing on the inside because recently on my Facebook page, I posted a picture of one of my many collection of books. I have like a little <laughs> little treasure chest of books, yeah. and it, it's all over the place. <laughs> so crazy. Oh, that's so, great. We, I um, love that. Yeah, I am. Um, but I read. I mean, I, I also read garbage too. I mean, <laughs> I'll read. I just finished that whole Fifty Shades of Grey series. That's that. I don't know. <laughs> love, love. Uh, well, anyway, this. I like trashy novels too. <laughs> and then I'm totally in the Game of Thrones lately. I love that. I love that. Have you read The Hunger Games yet? No, my coworker told me about the Hunger Games, and I thought, mm, I don't know. It's, it reminded me about from what she told me. It reminded me of the short story, The Lottery, and um, oh yeah, The Lottery. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Wasn't that uh, wasn't that Ursula Le Guin that wrote The Lottery, or who was that um, that wrote that? I I don't or remember. I, I read it in in high school, and I just remember it having like a really cool ending because you know they everybody puts their name in. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. Up. I. I, no, it had to have been somebody, uh, some some classic writer, because it wasn't. A, it was a short story. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I had to read that too. Yeah. And I was haunted by that book. 
it, it oh, just it just awesome. kind of weirded me out a little bit. Like, how could a whole? Yeah, it freaked me out because then they then they eat that person or something. Um, I think they they just threw stones at the person because I remember the the one uh, princess was a, a, yeah, a little girl had the biggest stone. And, <laughs> yeah, it, it was crazy because yeah. everyone had good names like Mister Goodwin or something like that. Everyone had like these that's nice right, names. That's and, right. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, anyway, apparently it's good. I'm, I, I'm only asking because I haven't read it yet. But I, I love to read the novels. Um, I learned a lot about um, spirituality from some of the old writings of novelists like Dion Fortune, who was a metaphysical teacher in the turn of the 19th, 18th century or 19th century. 18, mm-hmm. 18? 1800s would be 19th century, right? Yes. Um, and uh, she taught metaphysical and esoteric truths through her novels, and there's another great book called Initiation by Elizabeth Hake. So there's there's ways of really learning about about our our connection to the metaphysical aspect of life is by what we by by reading stories. Right. Have you ever read Myths of Avalon? Um, no, no, I haven't. I oh, started I'm by it a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had it's, it's on my list. I, I, it was like a long time ago. I had it in my queue. I think. On eBay or not eBay? I'm gonna go to eBay. Um, gosh, uh, Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. And I never <laughs> went back to buy it. I'm reading um the the Game of Thrones now. I'm going through that. Mm. Good. Isn't it good? I'm totally loving the HBO um, Sunday Night. Uh, yeah, I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it because there's there's you know it's not your typical good good versus evil. Mm-hmm. Right. The real, the politics, and you really see fidelity and loyalty and and politics, and yeah, I think it's fantastic. I love it. So, yeah, yeah I, I really do enjoy it. Mm-hmm. There, mm-hmm. there is a caller on the line from a two sure. two six seven uh, area code. So, oh, actually, there's two two six seven. So. Uh, two six seven three. Um, I just leave it at that. Two six seven three. So you'll we'll figure it out. Sure. <laughs> okay. So you just state your first name, where you're from. That'd be awesome. I'm Melissa from Hatfield. Hi, Melissa. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you? <laughs> good. Good. So today we're talking about the uh, magic and meaning of your life. It's based on uh, Colette Barry's book, and we're we're. Figuring out where we are in our life. We're so. just ga- we're actually just gabbing. Yeah, <laughs> and talking about what we're reading. Yeah, we're just shooting the breeze here. We're just shooting the breeze, but you can ask me a question. <laughs> I just wanted to sound professional, but that's not. Oh, who cares? I can stay on. I can stay on for half an hour. So we've got ten minutes. Why not take some callers and I'll I'll do whatever you want. So okay. if you would like me to do a little reading, I'm sure that's why you called Melissa. I would love that. All right. Okay. So what's your question, honey? Okay. Um I have had a person in my life for twenty seven years now that has caused me nothing but grief. And Is this a man? uh pardon me? Is this a man? Yes. A man. Okay. Now, you've been in and out of a relationship with him, is this correct? No. No, I was in, I was married to him and I divorced him in 2001 and he's a he's a sociopath, he's narcissistic. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. So, 
you're you're still in the relationship with him in some way. You were married to him, and then you were out yeah. of the relationship. And now yeah. you're in it yep. only because That's he won't go away. He will not go away. Mm-hmm. He He's gotten more than his share, and he just wants more. He's taking me to court and wants more for one reason, and that's, you know, more money. I got I got a new car right before my birthday, so he filed on my birthday for more money. And he makes... Well, for him, it's all about... For him, it's all about the fact you abandoned him in his head. Oh, yes. Um, I believe so that. It's, yeah, and it's about control. And this stems back to parental stuff with him. It's all about his mom or his dad or whatever, really very little to do with you. It's all about... Um, how he thinks the world isn't fair, and so you're paying for it. Um, and uh, uh, I, I actually don't think it's going to work. Like, I don't think he's going to get anything. He isn't like, going to what? Uh-uh. He's not going to get anything. Well, he's, like, he's not going to get. He's gotten. <laughs> I'm hoping huh? now. That's what I. That my, that is my question. From this point. Yeah, no, forward. he's not going to get anything. Um, uh, he's not going to get anything. Okay. Now you you don't you don't have kids now with him, is this right? Um, well, uh, it's weird you say that. I do, but he has alienated them. Yes, we don't have right because the, I don't feel that there's a because here's why I brought that up. I thought you had two kids at first or three kids, and then I thought no, that can't be right because I don't feel a relationship at all. So his alienation of the kids has resulted in. Um, no kids with him, right? So they don't. So you're not doing this for the children when you cut them off, and they don't want anything to do with them. So no, um, I, I don't. Know, but he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't well, want me to have any part of them. Yes. Yeah, but they live with you. Um, they not Well, they did. They don't anymore. Yeah, they lived with you. Yes, but they're older now, and right? Maybe so. right, and it may be that the um. My boyfriend, who I lived, have lived with for eight years, does have children, and there is one there. So that may be where. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. You have kids at home. Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> no, you know what? Uh, uh, like I don't, I just don't see your husband being successful anymore in a court scenario. I think this is just a pain in the ass, and you have to ignore it. I mean, oh. he's costing you money to go back to court, but the, the judge will throw it out. I don't think he's going to be able to do this too many more times. Okay. I mean, there's only so many times you can yeah. do this without without it looking like he's abusing the court system. Okay. And he yeah. is. So, so, crossing my fingers that that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Thank so, you, um, All right, honey. Whatever you got to do. <laughs> yeah. <All right. laughs> yeah, bye. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye. All right, and there's another caller. Uh, this one is two six seven also, but two six seven two. All right. Hello. Hello. Hi. Yes, how are you? Me? Oh, I'm just fine. How are you both? Good. Great. Good. What's your name? Yes, my name is Tanya, and I'm calling from Philadelphia. And hey, um, Tanya from Ms. Philadelphia. Yes, ma'am. I have a question. Um, yes. I actually can retire from my job within three years, and yes. I would I would like to retire at least one. Uh, do you right. think that's a good do you think that's a good idea? And also regarding my love life, I want 
back to um, my old boyfriend, and right. I don't kind of, I don't kind of feel that it's really working the way I want. I just want to kind of have your idea on both of those issues. Well, you're not staying with the guy. No, he stays with me. Well, yeah, well, you're not going to stay with him because it's like it feels like he's milking a cow. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Oh, I do. Trust me, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he is milking a cow. And I don't mean to call you a cow, but... <laughs> oh, I, oh, trust me, I understand. I understand, I'm trust just me. saying. I'm just saying, okay? <laughs> oh, trust me, I understand. <laughs> yeah, so I would like to see you get rid of him and replace him, which I do believe is going to happen. I see a gorgeous African-American man. Okay. Uh, I hope, are you African-American? Yes, ma'am. Oh, excellent. Okay, good. So, um, well, it wouldn't matter if you were or not. Anyway, the man is, is and he's got a job. Hello. Um, yes. This guy's got a job and a good job. And uh, interesting that you're going to notice that he's a little, how do I put it, um, the new guy is very, very kind, and you're not used to guys like that because you really are used to guys taking advantage of you. And like I said, you have Mr. Mulker mm-hmm. at your house. So if you want to stop being a cow, you have to become something else. So I would suggest yes. a cat would be a good idea and become independent and kick them out. Yes, okay. yes. Yeah, because uh, he is going to, no, I just don't see him ever being what you want. I mean, it's the kind of guy that's like, ooh, baby, ooh, baby, and so he makes you feel good in the beginning, and then it's like, what do you, you can't, you can't be the one, you know? It's not the kind right. of commitment you have. I have to get, right. him, get a job. But he, just forget it. He was an ex for a reason. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I've heard that. You're right. That's okay, you were bored. You were bored. That's fine. It was entertaining, and yeah. now you know it's fun. But now it's it's losing its losing its thing. So I do believe you're going to meet somebody else. Um, okay. So in terms of the retirement, it's a great idea. But I do I don't see that you're the retiring type. So so um, so I think um, you're going to start another business. Okay. Uh, independently. Yep. And. Uh, so retiring is great. Getting a package, I see you getting some money or like uh, I don't know, if it's a pension or what the heck it is. But you're going to be very bored. Um, so mm-hmm. you're going to definitely because you're not like a retired lady, okay? So you. Right. Um, I do see that you're going to take some classes and either do some consulting work or some contract work, and um, and meeting a new man is number one priority. Get rid of okay. the milker. Yes. All right, yes, honey. I agree. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Yes, I can. All righty. Okay, thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Okay, thank you. My pleasure. So, Tia, Tia? Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm going to have to go. Okay, well, thank you so much for giving me some of your time. I really appreciate that. Oh, it was my pleasure. It really was my pleasure. And I just want to give you a big hug. Keep up the good work. Your show is great. And uh, may the violet light of good things just always surround you. Oh, thank you so much. My pleasure. God bless you. Take care. Thank you. You too. That was so awesome. So uh, let's see. We do have a message from the chat room. Life purpose. Okay, you know what? I will actually draw a life purpose card for you because I absolutely love these cards. That was so awesome. I'm so happy that Colette was on the show. Um, I read all of her books, and she has really cool oracle cards as well. And I had them too. So, um, yeah, it was very, very exciting to have her on the show. So I will pull a card for you. 
Let's see here, and you're feeling pretty much being stuck, okay? Well, the card I have here is Teaching, and I used uh, Doreen Virtue's Life Purpose Oracle card deck. And it has Teaching, and it states, you inspire young people to learn. But I get that you inspire people who even have uh, a young uh, mind, like a, a young heart. So definitely um, look into uh, different uh, teaching modalities. It doesn't have to necessarily be anything spiritual. It could be, you know, literature, mathematics. I don't know, but I get you more of a literature type of person. So, yeah, definitely see uh, if if you can uh, work at a center somewhere or even if you do start off doing voluntary work for a long time in grade school. <laughs> I feel like it was so many years ago, probably because it is. <laughs> but, um, yeah, years ago I used to uh, – oh, you love teaching. Great, great. Years ago I used to um, volunteer at a daycare center because I just absolutely love children. So that's what I did. Like instead of going to lunch at school, I didn't really eat much of a, much of the school lunch anyway. I would go and, and volunteer at a daycare center. So if you want to, you can start off as a volunteering until you actually find uh, a place where you love to teach. So, um, so yeah, good, good. That's I like that a lot. And I take it that you love to read because most teachers, especially, um, I guess you're more of a literature type of person. You want to do a lot of reading and teaching, so because you got to do research on the topic that you're going to teach. So, yeah, that's very cool. But, um, yeah, so I wanted to talk more about uh, Colette's book. So, yeah, so the map, I, when I first read this book, um, I was just reading it, and, and I, a, a good way to um, to get the best benefit from this book is to go, is to read the book with an open mind. Even if you feel like you're stuck or something like that, still read through all the chapters. Please don't skip. I mean, you know, do what you want, but I really found it helpful if you read it from, like, front to back because it's like a journey, and um, it's just really cool. So when I first started reading this, uh, the thing, and I discussed it earlier in the show, that really uh, really stuck with me uh, through the most part was the bone collector and the uh, the gardener. And they, they are uh, twin sisters, but at the beginning I didn't realize, I just didn't remember that they were related. So when I did the meditation, there are several meditations you do throughout the book. When I did that meditation, um I I was on the road and then I met the goblin first and the goblin um had talked to me actually let me flip through the pages cuz I wrote down what the goblin said. So yeah, so All right, yeah, so the goblin basically was just telling me about the people who were in my life at that time and you know what to look out for and things like that and the goblin wanted to show me something and I said, okay. So I said, no, show me here now. So basically the goblin was trying to get me off my path, so to speak. And the goblin has to do with your ego and other things like that. So uh, the goblin wanted to take me off the path to show me something. I said, no, show me here. So, you know, the goblin basically just showed me um, various things that I needed to learn, you know, basically confronting the goblin. And then I went on about my journey, and I met the bone collector. And earlier, Colette had said that the bone collector is um, in association with the, the goblin also. So I met the bone collector, and, and when I did, you know, it's a field of bones, you know, things that happen to you in your life that um, that lead you kind of um, um, not whole. So it's basically just like one of those things you have to put back together and in the book, uh, Colette has here, every one of us is going to get hurt, uh, suffer illness, be portrayed by someone 
um, lose loved ones and experience the death of the physical body at some point. And that's true, you know. And, and, and when I see children, I think, oh, you know, it's so nice that they live in a world that they, you know, that it's just like a big adventure. But then on the flip side of that is children also get abused, unfortunately. So even from a young age, there are parts of us that happened that we had to reclaim, you know, like get our strength back, you know, gain our power back. And that's what the bone collector will help us do. The bone collector will help us put ourselves back together, you know, confront what happened and basically mend ourselves. So that's really what happened in this dream or, excuse me, meditation when, where I met the uh, the bone collector. And when I did, the bone collector appeared as my, my Aunt Camilla. And my Aunt Camilla passed away, gosh, I think when I was like four, like back in 1989, four or five, something like that. So many, many, many years ago, she passed away. And she appeared and, you know, she basically just, you know, showed me the bones, stuff that I needed to mend, you know, put back together. And then from there on, oh, and I was traveling on a horse, of course. <laughs> so, you know, after I met the bone collector, um, you know, my horse reappeared. Because before I was on a horse, I got off, I met the goblin, and then, you know, took me to the bone collector. And now I'm on a horse, and I'm now with the gardener. And the gardener um, explains to me that she's my grandmother and that she and the bone collector are sisters. And the bug, the bone collector, and the gardener are twin sisters. So that was really cool. Um, I actually had a dream uh, a while back before I even read the book of a gardener um, who was my grandmother, you know, tending to the garden. And it was really cool to see her in the meditation. And I, I had forgot about the dream, too. And I, I had wrote this dream down, and I remember later on, this is why I encourage people to write dream journals. <laughs> remember, it's really, really helpful. Even if you can't write, say, a formal journal, if you can just, um, like, maybe jot your dreams down and just, like, put them together later, that's all good too so yeah so i'm with the gardener and uh she just explains to me um about the seeds that i planted you know things that i wanted to happen things that i'm nurturing to make sure that they happen well and how she's helping me and then in the meditation she showed me another person's um garden and how quickly they manifested um things in their life and even when something happened you know a couple of weeds here and there you just you just get rid of them and and how that person was still very wealthy and, you know, doing good things and so forth. So that's the lessons that really did stay with me. And that was many months ago. So now um, now that um, I moved on, you know, done some healing, all the other good stuff, I'm rereading the book. And so um, I realized that I am in the swamp. <laughs> As I said earlier, because I inherited a lot of uh, a woman who retires work, and it's just a process of figuring out what to do. Even though um, I was very passionate about getting my work done, I needed to stop and think for a minute because even though I was doing, 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 more was still coming in, 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 in. So it didn't look like anything was happening. So sometimes it's good to just stop breathe, you know, and take a step back and figure out what needs to be done because, you know, it could be that a branch is right above your head. All you got to do is just reach up and hoist yourself up. Or it could be that someone threw you out, you know, like a um, a rope or something to pull you in, but you just didn't realize it yet because you're too busy, you know, panicking and doing all these other things. So definitely take the time out, you know, to realize where you are and how it can help you because, again, you could just be stuck and not realize it. So, you know, be aware of um, being aware. So that's what I really like from this book, and there are a lot of um, 
tips and tools for you to use. And I would even suggest when you're done reading the book to definitely go back and see, you know, maybe um, a couple of months, you know, a year or whatever. Just go back and see how how you done, you know, what's new, what's different. Because before, I, I, didn't, I didn't think I was stuck in the mud. I was definitely going to go and read a lot of things. Or at least it didn't feel like it, you know. So now, you know, I realize where I am. Now I know what I need to do. You know, and ask questions like, why are you on the adventure? Just really, really, really neat stuff. So, and there also um, are oracle cards that uh, go along with the book as well. And I was on Colette's website earlier today, and I pulled a card, like I was saying earlier, and I received the eagle, and that had, and that states spirit, integrity, uh, connection to the angelic realm. So, you know, even though you're on this journey, you know, you're still not alone. You can always ask for angelic help. And that's one of my favorite things to do because <laughs> I'm always calling on angels. It doesn't matter, you know, how big or um, small the request is. You can always call on angels. So um, when you read this book, you know, think about um, some of the landscapes that your friends may be in because uh, there's a really cool session that talks about how your landscape crosses with other people's landscapes. So just because, you know, something happened doesn't mean that uh, it could be a lot on your part. It could be that you're crossing, you know, landscapes. And, you know, just like in a movie where you have that maybe comedic relief or, you know, there's that one person that may be in a movie for a short period of time, they served their purpose and then they moved on. Well, you can think about this when you're going through something where your landscape crosses paths or you cross paths with other people or other people come in your landscape for a period of time, you know, to to help you see something, help you figure out something. They could be the ones handing you that rope (laughs) that you need, you know, whatever the case may be. So um, I would just really suggest when you go through this to – I wrote all in this book. I mean, (laughs) it's just like one of those textbooks that you get when you're in college and you write all in it because there's just so much information and um, and there's lots of uh, stuff that you want to write down. So when you look back um, on it, you can you can really reflect on a lot of different things. So yeah, so get your friends involved to figure out uh, where you are. And and then there's in the landscape there's our thing called Ville. Like there's the Shouldville, you know. And how many times do people say, oh, you know, I should have done this, I could have done that, you know, the uh, uh, you know. So again, this book is really helpful to help you to realize um, different things in your life, you know, so that way you you won't remain in a certain landscape for too long or get too comfortable, you know, where you're you're in one landscape, but you're not doing much in that landscape. You're just stuck, or not stuck, but you're just comfortable. And that's sort of what we were talking about earlier, where you get really comfortable in the situation, but then you, you end up, or at least I experienced this, and a couple of people I talked to as well, you're in between two landscapes because you're just really comfortable and you're just figuring, mm, why do I need to move? Well, because you're not you're not being proactive on your journey. You're just being really lax. You're being, you know, eh, I'm I'm in a swamp. I'm in a sticky situation. But I kind of like some, something about it because I don't have to, you know, do A, B, and C. And then I'm in this, I don't know, the desert or shouldville. I should do this, but eh, why? You know, I'm just going to just relax here and eh. So, you know, you're not you're not doing anything on your journey. You want to you want to be able to go through these these landscapes to figure out, you know, what's what's holding you down, what your fears are, you know, confront these things, you know. So that way, it's like you lifting up or getting rid of the uh, the negative energy. You're getting rid of um, 
just things that are just really, really, really dense, just really holding you down. So when you let that go, you take a deep breath, and you can feel yourself being lighter and moving on to, you know, more landscapes that can help you along your your path. And when you do that, you get to see that you, you're doing more good, not only for yourself but for people who you come across. So, um, yeah, so just try to write this stuff down if you can and all that good stuff. And the book is available, you know, you go to her um her, her website and look at a preview of the book. You can <clears throat> excuse me. You can buy this book offline, you can go to your bookstore, so it's really cool. And you get a chance to do that. And I really like this book. It was going through other things I wrote down here. Let's see, we did the where you are. Let's see, what's another good one here? Something that I wrote down. He talked about the gardener and the bonsai. It's two of my favorite from the book. Oh, yes, yes. Then we have things like, I don't know, the broken dreams, other things like that. So, yeah, so it's just a lot of landscape that you you wouldn't necessarily think about. But once it's brought to your attention, you can address it. So even, say, with the Island of the Broken Dreams, you go, you do the meditation, you go there, and then you think about a dream that you once had. It, it will be brought back up to your conscious because you put it in your subconscious, you know. It could have been something like, um, I don't know, I always wanted to play the piano, but I was told I wasn't good, so I just gave it all up, even though you have some talent, but... Maybe the instructor was just jealous or had a bad day and just crushed your dreams. Well, you can do this this meditation, and then you you will see that hey, you know, you do have potential. You can do this, and you you visit the bone collector, and bone collector will help you put the pieces back together. You visit the gardener, and then the gardener will will show you um, how to you know plant the seeds of um, something that you want. You know, so you want to become a, a great um, pianist or piano player, I don't know what they call it, but yeah, you can you can put that that seed in the ground, you know, nurture it and and work from there. Oh, and we have a caller from a five eight six area code. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I was calling about. What's a good meditation for, like, in relationships? Um, I keep attracting the same whole person over and over again, and he'll go away, then come back. I still have others. But I'm figuring it's something that's not clear that he keeps coming back into my life. Okay. Well, one thing I'm picking up is that um, it's, it's um, cyclical because there are some things that does need to be cleared. So, yeah, meditation you can do is um, you can ask uh, Archangel Raguel to come in and because he helps with um, relationships and understanding and stuff like that. So what you do is when you meditate, you know, however you choose to meditate, you know, you can go outside and, you know, clear your mind or, or be indoors. You can just invite him in the meditation and say, Archangel uh, Raguel, please help me with this relationship. Help um, whatever it is that you, you know, help him to not bother me anymore. Help us come up with some form of communication so that way, um, he won't be around, so that way he will get the picture, you know. You can do that. Okay. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I was like, God, how do you keep jumping over and over and over? <laughs> <So long." laughs> well, one, <laughs> one really cool 
um, it's, it's not a meditation. I call it more of a ritual. It's um, when when you're in the shower, just imagine the issue going down the drain with the water. So that way, it's like it's not even coming back. You know, it's just it's going down the drain. It's out of your eyesight, out of mind. It's done. It's washed away. You can do that. I find that very helpful. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. I'm just writing all down. Thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye. <laughs> That's <Right>. funny. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I really like that water ritual. Um, I've been doing it for a while before I even um, started reading about rituals. It was just something that just clicked one day. I just I was just watching. I just thought, wouldn't it be nice to just wash away your problems down the drain, like just get rid of it all together? <laughs> I just started, you know, doing that. Just thinking about it, and when I went out my um, my washcloth, I just thought, ah, you know, you're going in the drain, and <laughs> and and that would be it, you know. So. I really like that. So um, if there is something that's uh, bothering you or even with, like, relationships, you know, you're just done, you can always do that water ritual. One thing is because um, water is a very powerful healing um, element, you know, um, especially when you hold that intention for water to to help you even more. And another thing is just because – Water is uh, something that can cleanse a lot of things. So not only is it like just a healing property, it's, it cleanses you. You know, you drink water, you know, you wash your water, all the other stuff. So it's very, very helpful to do um, rituals of that sort with water. I mean, you could use a fire too. You could, uh, she could also um, say, write a letter. You know, I really wish you would not contact me. Something like whatever. I'm just making it up. You know, something like that. You know, in a little sheet of paper. Fold it up, burn it. You can do that too. Um, but yeah, I, I like the water one because it's really cool. It's easier, and uh, you don't have to worry about flames getting anywhere. You can. It's easy to uh, um, contain. You know, when you deal with fire, you also want water next to you because you want to make sure it doesn't get out of hand. So yeah, that's really cool. Um, another water ritual one can use is um, with your hands. Like the expression goes, um, "I wash my hands of of this." So you can, um, and it doesn't have to be any particular thing. It could be at work, you know, your boss going to your nerves, something happens. You're just like, ugh. you can go to um, the men's or women's restroom, you know, just turn on the sink and just mentally wash your hands of it. And that works pretty well, too. So let's pull some cards from um, the map. So now this Oracle card that I collect is called the Enchanted Map Oracle card. So let's pull some cards. If anyone in the chat room has any questions, I'll be more than happy to pull cards for you. Hello, Share4. How are you? So it's from the chat room. So I'm just going to pull a couple of cards now. And these are really cool. I like how they remind me somewhat of um, the Alice in Wonderland, the whimsical look. It's Alice in Wonderland, the one with Johnny Depp. That movie is really cool. So, you guys in the chat room, you can post your questions if you like, and I will answer them. But meanwhile, I'm going to draw a couple of cards. Now, here, I received, oh, this is oh, so cute. It's a fox and a raccoon, and the card states, heal the ouch. Now, this is pretty cool because it talks about what we were, um, what me and Colette were discussing a little bit earlier with the bone collector. You know, there are things that happen, and, um, and, the bone collector will help you to heal by, you know, basically putting you back together. So when you think of this, 
you can actually let's talk about the characters. So there's the fox and the raccoon, and the fox is the one that's ill, and the raccoon's like the nurse, a cute little nurse's hat on. So, um, if you think about it, the fox is like cunning, you know, it could be like foxy, you know, and the raccoon is like, oh, it's a raccoon, call pest control, you know, animal control, whatever. So here, there's an unlikely creature helping someone supposed to be like this cool, cunning, suave, you know, foxy person. So it could be there's some part of you that's like the cooler part of you, the part that the image that you put out there needs some healing. So it doesn't necessarily have to be your ego. It just could be something about you that's um, that you portray out there that could be um, that could use some healing from an unlikely source. So don't be surprised if. Um, Say it's a lady that you really talk to at work, come to help you, or it's a friend that you haven't heard from a long time, help you, whatever the case may be. Or maybe you might just notice something and just like, oh, you know, I never thought of it that way. And now I drew card 22 and 32. Ooh, very pretty. So card 22 has intention, and it's very interesting that this is the 22nd card because the number two um, just means to, um, to, to keep the faith. And um, with the intention, you want to to keep the faith. You want to make sure that you don't doubt for a minute. And you can always ask Ascended Master Jesus to help you keep the faith because he's he's um, one of his main qualities is to help people keep the faith. In addition to you know seeing miracles, so um, there's a, an owl on top of an egg, and the owl has the um, I think it's called a dandelion, but it's um it's also called a wish. You know, when it turns white and you just blow on the the flower and you you know you will make a wish. So, <coughs> oh, excuse me, and you will make a wish. And so basically, it's just like don't give up right before the miracle because the egg hasn't hatched yet. You know, but you definitely want to hang in there and not give up. And you know, make make all the wishes you want. So a question from the chat room. Uh, when will I be stepping into my healing practice? Okay, well, I get that. There are some, let's see, there's like maybe two, not exactly three, like it's like two and a half things that have to be cleared up on your end. It's like one or two that clear up on someone else's end that's involved in the healing practice. So the, the sooner that you are able to uh, clean up, the things that have to be cleaned up, then the quicker you be in your healing practice. But I'm just getting, don't rush this. And, again, I'm the biggest person with this because patience is not my forte. <laughs> but I just get that don't rush because it will come sooner um, than you think. Just when you think it's just one of those things like, oh, really, how much longer? Bam, it will happen. And uh, Colette and I talked about it a little bit earlier where it's one of those things that um, – you really have to let go, and I get that you're not obsessing over it too much. It's like in the back of your mind, and rightfully so. You know, you want to get it started, but I just get that it will come sooner than later. It's just a few things that have to be cleared up, and then you'll get the green light, and you'll see this the green light. You know, as like a billboard, brightest day. You want to things like, oh yay, you know. <laughs> so yeah, so like the car number twenty two. Um, you know, attentions, keep the faith, all that good stuff. You're on the right track. It's just like a couple of more stops, and you'll be there. And then the card I have here, number 32, Magic Prayer. So it looks like this woman may be a fairy because she has like a fairy wing on the side of her face. So I like um, 
prayer because it is magical in a sense. It's like you talking to God. You know, instead of like texting or I am in God, you're like literally talking to him and you're just saying, you know, hey, God, um, so about my love life, you know, how about that? You know, so you start talking and then you start to say what you like, what you don't like, stuff like that. And then when you let go, you get to um, you get to see the, the magic happen. So that's pretty cool. Now three has to do with the number uh, with the number three has to do with ascendant master, and the two has to do with keep the faith. So it's saying that the ascendant masters want you to keep the faith. So well, that's what I'm getting from. Like it's just it's the thirty second card of deck, but that's just something that I'm just picking up on. So definitely. Um, and then in this card, the lady is in nature. There's, like, green background. She's just, like, really in tune with everything around her. And that's also another part with um, another key factor with magic, a prayer, and stuff like that. You want to be in tune with everything around you because some of the the um, the signs that come to you will be very, very simple they won't be all big billboard signs. Some of them will just be as as calm and, you know, unnoticed as a feather on the ground or a penny, you know, on a coffee table. You don't know how it got there because you put all your change up and you're just like, where did it come from? So, yeah, just, just you know, really be in tune. You know, this case is really good to expect something because you're putting out there like, yeah, you know, I put my attention out there. You know, don't go on the Easter egg hunt. <laughs> Okay, don't do that, you know, because you're, like, really, like, you know, like a, a ham looking for, you know, the fox in a hole. So, you know, just, just be attuned. Just, you know, let it go, and, and you'll, you'll see all that good stuff happen. Let's pull another one. Let's see here. And here we have, oh, this is such a cute card. I like this one. So this one is number 46, and it stays coming apart, and it's, like, two girls. It's almost like the... uh the uh, the Gemini zodiac sign where um, they're the two people there and so it's like two girls they're facing back to back and there's two faces so when coming apart um, it, it, with with any oracle card that even though the oracle cards have their definitions I also want you to think um, what you think the cards mean because something it could be one thing that might stick out to you in a card so even with the last card even though um, it was a uh, a lady with the the fairy wing on the side of her face. It didn't have any other um, fairy symbols there, but it was small and it stuck out. And I thought, you know, fairies help you to manifest things faster in nature, and that's what I'm picking up. Now, the next time I read the card, that probably won't even, you know, uh, come to mind. It might be something completely different, like you might need healing because green is a predominant um, color in the card. So... Definitely make sure that you just um, follow what's right to you. And also, these cards are coming up upright because um, with the last two Oracle card that's with um, Colette, if the card is upside down, it means that's something that you need to work on as opposed to something that's um, not what you need to work on. So the coming apart card is basically just a sign that, um, that you know, there's going to be endings to something because it's going to be coming apart. And, you know, when something comes apart, when it's the end of something, something else is going to begin. And in most cases, you can't stop this change from happening. It's like when you go to school, you know, eventually you're going to graduate from high school, you're going to go to college or technical school or whatever. 
but let's just use college. So you go to college, and then eventually you're going to graduate from there, and then, you know, you have to, you know, so, so it's always changing. Something ends, something begins, something ends, something begins. So with this card, just make sure that um, that you realize something's coming to an end. You know, so that way you can um, prepare for something new. And you'll be ready for the change. Now, it's, it's good change. You know, I'm not picking up anything bad. It's good positive change, you know, and... um just think, just make sure that you're not um, that you're not separating yourself from anything that um, that you think is not good for you. So, for example, someone may um, may give you ideas like, oh, you know, so, like what's your dream? Someone might say, you know, you shouldn't do that. Blah blah blah. It's like almost like you're breaking a promise to yourself. So, just make sure that when when you do experience change, make sure that it is for your highest good and not because someone else said, um, no, you shouldn't do that or no, I don't think, well, you got to think about their intentions, okay? So make sure what you do is good for you first, okay? And make sure that you're not breaking any promises to yourself. So we have a question from the chat room. Let's see. I like to travel and want my new job to be connected to it as well. You want to move. Okay. Oh, okay. Let's go back to Sherry for, I'm sorry, let's see. The two and a half things I am working on come natural or is it something I have to do? I have two daughters. Oh, okay. Um, Sherry, yeah, it's, it's going to be actually, I get a little bit of a combo. It's going to be more natural than things you have to do. So I guess that's where the daughters um, come in. Yeah, because I, I just picked up that there's like, the third part is like something that's like almost completed. So I don't know how um, old they are, like, if they're about to go to school or something like that. But I get, yeah, it, it'll be a natural thing. But, like, the, the half part is something that you have to do, but it won't be um, it won't be too intensive. Um, yeah, so you'll see. It, it, won't be, it won't be too bad. And let's see, Elena, I like to travel in. Will it? Okay, yeah, I do. Do see you traveling to um, Great Britain, and this um, actually also goes with the coming apart card and um, and uh, promising promises to yourself um, when you're ready to move. Make sure that it's really something that you truly want to do. Don't let other people uh, think like, "Oh, you know, are you sure you want to do this? It's a big move. Are you sure you're prepared?" Because then they they get you into the the doubtful, you know, the should bill and, and like, other bills and, and collects book that she talks about, like, the land that broke your dreams. You don't want to not go and then and then land in that, you know, the land of the island of broken dreams and the should bill. So, yeah, I do definitely see you moving, and I see a lot of things happening for you. And it also uh, coincides with the question earlier about uh, being a teacher. It's like you're going to be a teacher um, there. First, I thought it was going to be local, so it's, it's like you're going to start off locally with the teaching, and then you'll expand more because I really saw you doing teaching locally. But you can also take this and go elsewhere. This is something I saw as far as, like, <clears throat> immediate um, teaching. But, yeah, I do see you. Um, actually, I, I can see, like, the Britain flag, like, just waving about. So, yeah, so it's, it feels good that you are going there. And, actually, I pulled a card for you. Let's see here. Oh, now this one came up upside down. Now, 
Yeah, so I don't want to yeah, this this card actually talks about what I was saying earlier. So this card is like all frosty, it's number seventeen and it's called Ghostland. Now yeah, I don't want you to fall into the um the should have, could have, you know, would have or anything that someone might put in, into your um your head. So, you know, with, with, with their their doubts or anything like that. So you got it in reverse. So it's a sign that you've been wandering. So I want you to, to really just, like, um, focus on the move. Don't worry about any doubts or anything like that. And it has to do with um, your emotional or, or intellectual place. So just think about um, all the benefits of moving to the ghost land. Or not the ghost land. <laughs> to uh, Great Britain, okay? Don't let anything... Um, don't let any doubts, any, you know, oh, if I don't move there, then I can do this. If I do move there, then just focus on the good things about moving there because you don't want to um, to fall into the ghost land where it's just like an empty promise if you go there out of spite. Not, I don't get it you would, but it's just like I want I want to make sure that you go there with um, positive attitude, not to bring, you know, doubtful energy there. So, yeah, I do see moving there. I do see you um teaching as well but also another job too so it's gonna be like two jobs so um yeah don't um don't get too caught up in, in anything that's doubtful okay and let's see what else i'm getting from this card oh okay also don't um don't focus too much on the past like uh for example associating the past with what may happen in the future. So if there's something that's troubling you now, like um, relationships or otherwise, don't bring that to Great Britain because it's sort of like you're bringing that kind of baggage there and you don't want that. You want um, you want good things. You want to go to a really positive attitude. And let's see, share four. That makes sense. My daughters are 11 and 8, and I've been divorced for three years, so my focus must be on them now because of, they're getting vacation kind of similar. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, the two and a half things, yeah, so that's good. Um, so what I was getting towards was that your daughters are older rather than younger, so, like, you don't have to worry about them being infants and, like, oh, you know, I don't get home. That's good. So, yeah, the, your daughters are independent. You know, like, they, they still want to be with their mom, but for the most part, you know, they're independent. You can lay out, like, a lunchable or something like that. You don't have to worry about you know, as if they were an infant, like someone has to personally feed them. So that's good. So yeah, so things are going to get better. Share for, um, yeah, I definitely see the healing spot, and the color white is coming through a lot, white, green, and blue. So I don't know what that means to you, but um, white has to deal with the crown chakra. Blue it deals with the um, the crown chakra to do with clear knowing, clear cognizance. Um, the the blue I was seeing it has to do with the throat chakra communication and green heart healing. So. Those are really good colors to have. I don't know if that's a color scheme you're thinking about. Maybe if you wanted to have your um your um your healing center or maybe um a room in your home, those colors. But those are really I get powerful colors for you if you choose to um to uh to go that that route. So let's see, we have a call here from a two zero three area code. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, good, good. Thank you for hosting this. I've actually been going in and out since I'm at work, but um, yeah, I'm very interested to to kind of talk and see where 
where I am and what I can do to progress. Sure. Well, um, Colette left a little while ago. She couldn't stay on, but do you have a question in mind, a specific question or a general reading? Um, can we do something general but targeted towards my love life? Is that possible? Or Yeah, sure. So let's see. I'm just going to ask the angels what they want you to know in your love life. Okay, so I just got that... Um, some things will be changed from the better, for the better, not from, <laughs> for the better. Um, let's see. Yeah, so this is the one guy um, that I that I'm seeing. He will will begin to make some kind of more of a formal commitment, like like just shy of marriage. Like he might say something that's going to be a little bit more like, okay, let's. Let's make this a little bit more um, like a deeper relationship. So with that being said, don't be surprised if um, he wants more time to talk, you know, to to get to know you even more. Because I feel like he knows you, but it's just like it's like that one thing, like that one thing that's like the all that be all, you know, the all that the one sort of like Lord of Rain, like the one rain and rolling all. Like it's this one thing that he has to get off his chest, and then like so much uh, yes, more I things. Totally will come under- yeah. Yeah, so okay. I actually know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. Okay, cool. Like, once he just, like, really, really explains everything, he's like, oh, God, why did you say that, like, five months ago? <laughs> like, something like that. So, um, yeah. Oh, and I actually pulled a card for you from the Reed Virtues um, Oracle Card deck, and it, it states heart-to-heart conversations. Honestly, discuss your feelings towards each other. But, again, I'm getting this is more from from his side than, than yours. So, so, yeah, so it looks like... Um, there's going to be some more um, like in-depth conversation stuff like that. I still get that you um, that you still have your options. Like I get there's one guy definitely that that you can like go with, and then there's another guy that uh, it's like in a distance, almost like you know him but you don't. So you may have seen him in a brief in like in a past, or he might have saw you. Um, but this is a little bit more in the future. So yeah. So let me see if I get the picture of this guy. He's it's like um, kind of light, complete, like caramel. He has like kind of curly hair. Not oh, well, he shaves a lot. You'll you'll notice this guy. It's so when funny. You I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay, we cool. Just started re-talking, and you know, we 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 dated a little bit for a very small amount of time, and then I stopped talking to him, and then now he's like trying to come back into my life, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's very like distant still. Yes. Okay, yeah, so you still have potential with him. I don't see that being like a long, long, long one, but it would be long enough. <laughs> so it's one of those things, like, it felt like it was long enough. So you you can, you know, so you have options, what I'm saying. You don't have to settle down. You still have loads of options, you know, for you um, in regards to your love life. It's it's really all up to you, but the the first guy I'm thinking about, once, you know, like, it's just like that one of those things, like, she could have said that, like, you know, months ago. It's not... It is make or break to him, but it's not that much of a big of a deal to you. It's one of the things like, really, you could have said that, you know. So, yeah, so that's what I'm getting. Great. That was very helpful. Awesome. Any other um, questions you have? Uh, yeah. Can you, which, I mean, if you don't mind, would you be able to tell me about my career? Yeah, sure. So let's see here. 
night. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I make a lot of noise. I should have like a um a uh, what do you call those things? Like a horn or something. I don't know. But okay, so what I got was um you're you're going to be leaning more towards creating your own business, but it's going to take just a little while. Um I get because there are just a couple more contacts you need to make before you make this move. So, um I got a picture like you should draw it on on a board or a counter somewhere. Like not the date that you're going to leave your job, but just like um sort of like make believe dates to get your mind to the attention that you're going to meet these clients. I get that you don't really need to write these down like all the time, but just to get your mind like okay, I'm going to meet like a couple more clients because there are some Okay, big name comes to mind, so big name, famous, whatever. So there's going to be, like, a couple more um, contacts you're going to meet that are who uh, will really like you, and um, you just have to do just a couple more things just to build up a couple of more notches under your belt. So that way um, it'll look good on both people's ends because, uh, like, when I got big names, they want also people who are reputable. Not say that you're not reputable, but you just need a couple more notches under your belt before you can – take off, you know Brand what I mean, like, right. yeah, so, yeah, so that, that's like it, so where you are now is okay for you now, but just know that, um, and, like, it's going to feel like no time at all, is you want to be able to do your own thing, which is right. what I gave you, you were meant to do anyway, I don't, you know, there are some people that, that can work for people, and other people who have to work for themselves, you're one of the people who need to work for themselves, even if you had, like, a bajillion jobs, it doesn't matter, some people just... They're they they're the ones who need to work for themselves. They just need that for the experience, so to speak. And that's that's the kind of person you are. Great, great. Okay. Lovely. All right. Well, thank you for calling in. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, and we have from the chat room. Oh yes, thank you, Tia. Uh, I definitely don't want to carry my baggage on for that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this and and you can do a lot of things to to clear yourself. That we won't bring your um your um your unwanted emotions to Great Britain. You can use um sage to clear your your area. You know your your um your living space. You can do the water rituals I was stating earlier. You can um you know the, the shower one or um just your hand with the water. You can do that. You can um, seek out anything Reiki to to cleanse you, anything like that. Um, just, just anything that will really just cleanse you uh, will be good and help you along your path. Also, um, suitcase. I got an image of suitcases. Buy new suitcases if you can. If you can't, just clear the suitcases you already have. I just get that. Um, if you use the suitcase that you have, you're still bringing the energy because it's you know suitcase from other trips. So you can clear the suitcase if you want. You could get a clear quartz crystal. You know, and just go around it like that, or you can, you know, get a new suitcase. Whatever you want to do, you know, that'll be fine. But just make sure that you go there with really clear energy, cleanse all your clothes. You know, you can ask Archangel Michael to, um, to just like do a sweep over your clothes. Just make sure that everything is clean before you make the move. So that way, it's like a like a legitimate fresh start. You know, it's just like when you come home from vacation and you got to wash all your clothes because it smells like the vacation. <laughs> it's like that. So you want to make sure that you cleanse all that energy from everything, you know, before you leave. So that way you are really there with a fresh, fresh start. And let's see, share for, do you see a man? 
Yes, I do. But here's the thing. Be careful because don't tell everyone about your dream for a holistic um in a holistic field just yet. Because there are some people that really want you to see and there's there are some people that don't there's some people that want to tag along. This guy that you will meet, um he's gonna have like uh what's this? See I get that he shaves it like with the last color. He naturally has um like kinda of like dark, really cute curly hair. Like one more like a wavy hair, but he cuts it a lot. So you won't Nose until he lets his hair grow. He shaves it. This guy will be with you for a little while, and it's okay because you need that kind of entertainment. Because I guess you're a really dedicated mom. You put a lot of people before you, and you don't make that much time for yourself. He will help you to realize that you need to make time for yourself in order to be a really great healer. So this guy that comes in, don't tell him much about your healing business because he's going to want to end up tagging along, just because. Don't do that. Just you know, when he asks you what you want to do, you know, just keep it at bay. Just say you know. um, I don't know, you could say something like, oh, I like to play tennis or, you know, racquetball or something like that. You know, maybe, you know, I'll work at the center, something like that. Just don't tell him, don't tell him too much about that because he wanted to just tag along. You know, um, so, yeah, so just enjoy this guy for a minute. Um, mm, I want to I wanna say his name, but I haven't good with names, so I'll just leave it alone. <laughs> I'm not that good at it. I try, but it doesn't work, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, I do see a guy coming in for you this year, but again, just be careful. He's there just to help you to learn that you need to make more time for yourself. And oh, good, Alina, yay! You're gonna buy new suitcases. Awesome. So we have another caller from a one seven four area code. Hello. Hi, Tia. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good, good. So how can I help you Hi, today? Um, well, I would actually just like to see if you can tap in and see what's coming up for me. Sure. And what's your name? My name is Carlos. Oh, that's a nice name. I like that name. Okay, let's see. So uh, job opportunities uh, first came to mind. Um, I get that uh, you are involved with another job, but are you up for a promotion or seeking a new job? Um... No, I'm a massage therapist, so mm-hmm. I get, you know, it's pretty just flighty. But um, I'm trying to possibly start, like, a new project, like a new mm-hmm. blog and a bunch of other things. So that's what I'm trying to start at the moment. Okay, good. Yeah, so that would be really good for you because, um, let's see. Let me see. All right, so I'm getting that when you do the blog, uh, if you can, incorporate green and purple into there because you're going to be doing a lot of healing. And I get that this is going to be really, really, really good for you because there are a lot of um, people who are in your field that don't have much of an outlet to, you know, where they talk about their experiences and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And you will provide a really good spin to it. So, like, you're going to find your niche. And um, and the magazine comes to mind, actually. So I don't normally, you know, get this. So it could be that you may be, um, like, later on down the road interviewed in the magazine about, your blog and how you put a spin, you know, to these things. So mm-hmm. I get that it's a really good outlet. If you can, you know, post some pictures on there. And are you involved with Reiki? Um, I'm not, but I've been trying to find a Reiki master. <laughs> okay, yeah. This is really going to, like, add, like, the cherry on top of the ice on top of the cake for you because uh-huh. you have a really kind soul anyway. So that Reiki will really, really help um, 
you to communicate with people, but not through words, you know, through the energy even more. So even right. if there's, like, someone who has a little bit of harsher energy, you're just like, I don't get it. Like, what's, like you know, what's the problem? You'd be able to do your reiki, you know, in a room or whatever, and and the, um, the tone will mellow down a lot for people who just don't know how to channel their anger or anything else like that. And with that, um, you will be able to eventually, because there's like two paths for you. So with the blog and everything like that and the reiki, you can either start your own practice, which which will do well. But I guess you're going to have like a partner, someone to help you with the marketing part. You can do that. Or you can just really focus on the blogs and, you know, say we are. You're going to be productive either way. But I get with the business, you can really give your message out even more. Okay. That but you will have a partner. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. That I, I that makes sense to me. I, I feel like there's someone coming into my life that is going to help me in some way. Mm-hmm. So that goes along with my intuition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get yeah, this person will help you with the marketing side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially. Which is good because a lot of people have really good ideas but they need a really good, you know, marketing person, you know, to really help them. Someone yeah. who, you know, good with that stuff. That's really cool. Oh, and now your your um your house came to mind. Um no wait, do you live in an apartment or a home? I live in an apartment. Okay. Like a really tiny little studio. Okay, now who cuz I got like a big white home. Does that make sense? Anyone in your your family has like a home that's white? No. Not that I can recall possibly. Okay. I haven't. I'm not sure. Okay, maybe this this is someone you will visit eventually. Cause I got two things. Cause first I said home. I'm like, no way, it's an apartment. Okay, so maybe this is someone who you may meet who has a, a white home, a big white home. Um, I get that um to feng shui your area, so um to let like more um energy in. Um, yeah. So if you could buy uh, what's it called? Those I think called bonsai trees, something like that. I mean, see if you can get like a little statue of Buddha or. Um, well, it might be my place. It's completely white. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I got an apartment, and then I got a big, I got two separate things, like an apartment and then, like, a big white home. So, um, okay. yeah, so, yeah, so maybe it's someone that you're going to meet or a house you're going to go to, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so um, definitely, um, yeah, see, if you can, if you you can, like, you know, go to the library or look up something about feng shui. Yeah, just get to just feng shui okay. your home to invite more. Because the energy is there, but it just needs to be circulated a little bit more, that's all. Gotcha. All right. Anything else I can help you with? Um, let's see. Relationships. That's always a good question. Yeah, <laughs> I was hoping you asked me that. <laughs> okay, so here's what I get. There is going to be someone that's going to enter your life, but um, it's going to be a little bit weird for you because you're going to meet this person through your job. So you're going to be like, I don't know, but this person is so hot, but I don't know. So just take a deep breath because I get that this person will not be there for long or it's just like passing by. You're going to think this person is more involved with the job and then you find out like, oh, no, it's not, yay. Okay, so, yeah, then I get this like an X thing. So uh, it's like there's still something that needs to be let go from the X. Or I get X's. So maybe it's one of those things where you left one person but that person still didn't like leave you mentally and then you dated someone else and left them and now you're like <laughs> – <laughs> still involved with them. So, <laughs> does any of that make sense? <laughs> yeah, it makes total sense. 
Okay. So if you want, we could just like cut some cords from past relationships so you can welcome this totally hot person into your life. Would you like to do that? Yes. <laughs> okay. So all you have to do is just breathe deeply. I'm just going to invite Archangel Michael and Raphael in here. So take some deep breaths. All right. So Archangel Michael, please come in and cut the cords that Carlos has between him and his exes. All right. This Get in there and just get rid of all that negative cords. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Oh, and get rid of pictures coming to mind. So, yeah, pictures of your exes. Even though, you know, you guys look totally hot in here, just please get rid of those pictures because <laughs> <laughs> it's not healthy. <laughs> so, I'll yeah. get rid of all of them. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I understand. You have your like, hot picture, like, oh, I remember that time when, but it's not healthy. <laughs> it really isn't. So, yeah, okay, so then, um, all right, so he's done. <sighs> Great. Now, Archangel Michael is going to come over and um, just heal. Now, sometimes he has a sponge, sometimes he whisks his hand. So, in this case, he's, like, whisking away. Awesome. All that lovely green energy. Awesome. So if you see like green a lot, jot a day, that's just Archangel Michael reminding you that you're you're you know, you're good. So you look really good. So congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thank you. Oh, you're most welcome. Um yeah. I have one more question. Sure. Um, I've heard that I have a um ancestor hanging around me and that she's teaching me while I sleep, mm-hmm. and um, I'm not sure if you could possibly tap into that. Uh, yeah, she's like a medicine woman. She has like a staff with um, with uh, like herbs and stuff on there. Matter of fact, uh, do you watch, uh, gosh, um, True Blood on HBO? Yeah. And yeah. and you know the guy that was with um, Lafayette? He was the nurse. I can't think of his name. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's it's like that. You had that magic of generations like that, but but you don't have like the scary face. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have that Mario. But it's, it's like that, like, it's like the generational thing, you know. Like, yeah, so she's with you. It's, it's like um, yeah, she's like a medicine woman. So yeah, she's really cool. Okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you for all of your insight. It was um, very much needed, and I can't thank you enough. Oh, you're most welcome. And, you know, keep me updated. I would love – I don't get a chance to write as much blogs as I used to, but I do love to read blogs. So you can post your your blog if you want on my um, Facebook page, if you like. It's just um, facebook.com forward slash the Violet Sanctuary Spa. It's all one word. I would love to read them. Oh, most definitely. I'll do that. Awesome. All right. All right. Take care. You too. That's pretty cool. I always love talking about relationship ones. I was, oh, man, when he was talking, like, oh, please ask me about relationships. I was going to tell him anyway, but it was really funny. So, um, you know, I I forgot I didn't get a chance to thank the people in the chat room. So some people left, but um, thank you, Elena and guest 11308, guest 12076, uh, guest 12429, uh, share four to a couple people on earlier. Thank you. Thank you, Colette Barry. Yay. <laughs> I absolutely love her work. I can just talk all day about her material. Um, thank you also for the callers. And um, for those of you, um, let's see, oh, yeah, who like to book. See, I have all this stuff written down because I tend to forget. So <laughs> if you like to book a reading with me, you can just email me at sessions, that's S-E-S-S-I-O-N-S, at com. And I always encourage people to join the Facebook page. I am there a lot. <laughs> 
you know, I put loads of good material in there, and I love to um, keep in touch with people because that's, like, the easiest way to keep in touch with people. So, yeah, so it's just uh, facebook.com forward slash the violet sanctuary spot, all one word. And, um, yeah, I hold contests on there, and, you know, people want really cool things. So it's it's a really cool um, page to um, to visit. And there's also the uh, the website, violetsanctuaryspot.com. I have quizzes there and um, other good things. And there is also the link to um, the YouTube channel and um, and also where you can sign up for the newsletter. The April newsletter is out. <clears throat> Excuse me. But you can just easily click on the link in the media and events tab. You can sign up for it, and you'll get the um, you'll get the uh, the newsletter. So we're down to like the last two minutes. I'm gonna take this last caller six four six area code. Hello. Hi. 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 How are you? My call. Oh, you're most welcome. How are you? I'm sorry. I said you're most welcome. How are you? Good. Um. Well, I have a question. Um. Mm-hmm. What do you see? Uh, that would happen between me and Timothy. Okay. Uh, with Timothy, I got uh, an a, a lumberjack shirt, like like the traditional lumberjack shirt, and an axe. So is he like in construction or something like that? No, no. Hmm. Maybe is the relationship under construction? Because that just came in like right through like someone that's like under construction, or maybe he's under construction. Um, let's see. Okay, and then codependency comes to mind. So, um, is he someone that's working out some problems on his end? I just get, like, there's a lot of construction going on. Yeah, um, I discovered a pretty shocking news this week, and I kind of told him about it. Mm-hmm. And I, this news is probably either, you know, going to break us apart or, mm-hmm. uh, well, maybe there's more truth behind this news. Okay, yeah. There. Okay, okay. So things are under construction or, or um, an overhaul. Basically, things are some things are being broken down and new things are going to be rebuilt. Is basically what's going on. Okay, so that's why I was seeing the the accent lumberjack. Okay, so he's going to have to um to do his part. He's going to have to do the construction of the, of the relationship. You know, like ultimately it will be your choice, but he's going to have to fix it in. He's going to have to take the axe, you know, and, and basically go to work, you know, chop down some things and all the other good stuff. Um, I see that there are there are several paths after I'm getting. Um, let's see. Yeah, okay, so you can stay, but I get that it's really going to just, like, really bother you to the point where you're just going to, like, have some medical problem. Like you just you just can't digest it. You won't be able to take it. So you're gonna feel like you're suffocating, and your stomach is gonna be a mess. It just won't be good for you. Um. So and then another path is where you guys split and then come back together later later on. And then there's another path where you guys just um don't get back together. So and then beyond that, I'm getting like a fog, a cloud. So it's not meant for me to see beyond that, just to see your path. So um, what I'm getting is that um, to let let him do the construction that he needs to do. Like still, you know, tell him your feelings and stuff like that, but um, let him know that he has to fix this problem because it's not going to help you to to try to fix everything because it it won't work. He has to he has to do it. So no, um, he has to do it. But I wonder if he's still even like interested in 
continuing that relationship with me, or is he has he already made up his mind? No, I get that he cares for you a lot. I really do. I, I I get that he does want to be with you, but he's just so confused right now. He's just like um, he's just like split. You know what I mean? He's like just going through so many things. He doesn't know what to think, but his heart is saying you. But you are saying like, you know what? No, this isn't really gonna work out. So so now he's like having doubts and thinking. But I do get he really does like you, but he's just so confused. So like, uh, even if he's trying to. They can seem like he knows what he's doing. He he really he doesn't. So yes, he does care about you, but because you're not sending that signal back, you're just like no, 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 no. He's you know pulling out the energy of second guessing now. Well, what happened is um, I discovered that he was he has he does have another relationship, and mm-hmm. his partner is uh, pregnant. Mhm. Yeah, I definitely got a child. Um. And that yeah. Was, uh, so shocked when I heard that, and then I congratulated him on that, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he was surprised that I found out about it. So that's why I just I'm so confused, and and he's really hurting me. Like, yeah. Like, well, he he doesn't care for the woman like that. I get that he cares cares more for the child. He really like he loves you. He really does. He really does care for you. And what he did was just um, it was at a point where he was just really confused. He just He's not used to um, to having, like, all his ducks in a row. He's not used to, which is one reason why you came into his life, because you helped him to realize that, you know, there are some things that need priority or something that has to be done, something that aren't acceptable. But then it's almost like he had, like, um, like a uh, like a regression or something like that. But he doesn't care for women like that. He really cares for the child. Um, with that being said, yeah, he still really does like you. He just has to... You know, like he does want to, he does want to work on your end, but he really has to go through his, his path of figuring out what needs to be done. So you don't see us together in the end. Um. Uh, well, I, I see several paths for you, and then it gets foggy, so I I can't see beyond that. I I do get that it is really up to you, but not for you to um worry. The three paths I saw was one where you. You know, you try really hard to, you know, like make a lot of things work, but then you can't really digest what's going on. You can't take it, so it's like your throat might act up. You might feel like a little suffocated, and your stomach won't. Um, it, it will feel like uh, weird. And then there's the one path where you guys separate for a little while. You come back later, and then there's the one path where um, you guys don't get back together at all. But like beyond that, it gets foggy. So it's like I'm not meant to see beyond that. But I get that there are several paths for you to take. I see. That's really... Uh, well, but it is with, what it is. <laughs> yeah, but some some things that are really helping you now are really talking about it. So even if someone around you might get tired of hearing it, um, just move on to someone else because the talking part really helps you to figure it out on your end. Because if you don't talk about it, then it'll just, like, your, your throat will start to act up a little bit because you really need to get it off your chest, you know. I, I like the... What I do is I like to vent first and then let it go. Because if you don't, if you try to do what other people say, like, oh, don't talk about it, let it go, it won't, it'll just fester in you. So talk about it as much as you can. You know, look in the mirror if you want to. And, you know, talk all about, like, how could this, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, talk to yourself if you need to. Um, another ritual that I think is really cool is you can write a letter to him, but then, you know, you won't send it to him. You're just, like, burn it. So it's just like you're just releasing a lot of the energy. That's really going to help you so that way it won't, um, it won't affect you, you know, like on a physical level. 
Yeah. Well, you know, he said a lot of things in the past couple of days that really hurt me, and I, I don't know if I should confront him and say, you know, you have to stop because I don't know if he's doing that intentionally mm-hmm. or is he, you know, because um, he kept on bringing up his, you know, new, you know, new kid that's, you know, mm-hmm. that's coming up. And and then I, I just feel like, you know, could you please stop? Yeah. He's really, really confused right now. He's yeah, because he's not getting that um reciprocation of, you know, love like on a on a um like uh subconscious level, not even subconscious like he does care for you but he just he has to figure out so much that and because you're also like saying like no, I don't agree with it, like I'm not gonna condone this he's like acting out on his end, like, you know, uh, so he just has to really, really figure it out. As far as confronting him, um, you may just want to hold off on that just a little bit, just because you, you're really sensitive right now. You can always ask Archangel Michael to um, to protect you, you know, keep you strong. Because I feel like if you do say, you know what, I don't agree with that, like right now, like you could do it a little bit later, but if you do it right now, it's like he's going to say something even more because of what's going on. And then you're going to be even hurt even more, like, oh, why did I even bother saying that? And I feel, you know, so... Um, just hang tight just for a little bit before saying something, you know, invite Archangel Michael to uh, protect you. And you can always ask Archangel Regula to help you um, with your relationship because he's, he's helpful with relationships and, you know, um, uh, communicating and stuff like that. You know, so this you can, might sound yeah. like a weird question, but what's the learning lesson for me in this, you know, for this experience? You know, I learned that you don't always get what you want. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is, was that the learning message for me? No, no, no. What I'm getting from this is it has a lot to do with the child. Um, were you trying to have kids or um, um, what else? What is it? It's uh, were you having issues with um, like little, like childbirth or something like that? Me? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting more that is with the um, the child. Like there's. It's not so much a lesson between you and him. It's more to do with um, accepting, like, uh, gosh, how am I trying to put this? It's more to do with um, accepting with the, the child. Like, In other words, it's like even though something bad happens, there can be good. So it's more like seeing your glass as being half full. So it's not so much like the relationship between you and him is more of the ability to see something good even though something bad happened. So that's more what it is for you. And then for him, it's, it's more of like he has to learn priorities and stuff like that. But, yeah, for you, it's, it's the other way around. I mean, the, what's the good that's coming out of it? We're going to be separated. If there is, if he's having a child with another woman, they're going to be together. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not talking about as far as the relationship. I'm talking about in 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 um in a bigger picture. Like if something bad happens, it's letting you know that something good can come out. Not in the sense that if he leaves to go with her. No, I'm not saying that's not at all. I'm saying on a bigger scheme of things. Say like if you um say you you got um say, say somebody hit your car and you spent all day with triple A and you're just like I can't believe this happened. But then you find out the road that you travel. There was a major accident, and, you know, a lot of people got injured. You're like, oh, I missed that because, you know, some kid, you know, hit my car. So it's one of those things. It's like being able to see, not not with this relation, so to speak, but, like, in, in your life, being able to see something 
can good come out of it because a, a life came out of it. So someone was created who can possibly do good in the world. So it's one of those things. Yeah, I shouldn't be too greedy. I mean, if it if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If it's not, then you know. And then also, be. and also in, in in this case, if you do decide to leave him, remember you have several paths. So if you do decide to leave him, someone even better can come into your life. So that's another thing too with with the, with the um the example of the kid. Even though you know this is really bad stuff like that, how worse would it have been if you didn't know? And then you know he's giving money to this woman and the kid and stuff like that, and you're wondering where the money's going instead of going to the house and stuff like that. You're wondering, like, where's your money going? How worse would it have been if you didn't know? And then she came to your house one day with the kid and everything else like that. And you're just like, wait, what? So, in a sense, yeah, it's bad that it happened, but it's good that you know now rather than later. And in, in your life would have been. A lie in a sense because you know he's lying to you and you're thinking, you know, he's dedicated to you. So, so it's one of those things. All that stuff in, in the grand scheme of things, now you have the ability to move on with your life to find someone better. Do you see someone new coming into my life? Uh, yes, I do, but I get that this person. Um, or, okay, so if if you um. If you are willing to, to lead this guy and change your mindset of things, you will get a new guy. But it depends on how quick you, you're willing to do this. And I would say don't rush yourself in the grieving process because I've been through death in the family and grief is not something you want to rush. So give yourself time to grieve and, you know, do all other things. But make sure that you change your mindset because if you don't, you want to attract codependent guys into the relationship. So, yes, guys will come into your life, but just make sure that you change your mindset from – whatever it is you're thinking with this guy now, to like a clean slate. So that way you can attract um, independent, loyal guys into your life. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, you're most welcome. Okay, have a good day. You too. All right. So we went 10 minutes over. I don't care because I love helping people. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Um, next week, we have Tori Hartman, and uh, she'll be talking about the secrets of the color wisdom cards. Yay. So definitely tune in for that. I took her um, her yearly courses on daily on dailyom.com, and it deals all about color therapy and oracle cards. It's totally cool. So make sure you tune in um, next Friday, same time, same place, 2 p.m., um, 2 to 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And um, everyone have a wonderful, holistic day. Bye.